0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: We are pleased to welcome Sam Gordon, finished uh, covering the, the Warriors at Chase Center in this victory over the Sixers. Uh, Sam, what is it like to have Draymond back with the team after his long absence?
0: Well, first and foremost, um, appreciate you having me uh, tonight. Um, of course. It's- it's been everything um, for the Warriors, right? I mean, he's been such a conduit uh, offensively for them. Outside of Steph Curry, he gives them another organizer on the offensive end of the floor, his ball handling, and his ability to make plays both in transition and in the half court, you know, free Steph Curry up uh, to run off screen so he doesn't have to be so responsible for the offensive end uh, for carrying or creating every shot on the offensive end of the floor, and then defensively, uh, he's doing what he's done for the last decade. That's be an anchor, that's communicate, that's dictate coverages, dictate switches, that's be physical and guard up and, and guard bigger players as we saw him do uh, very effectively tonight against Joel Embiid, who was, you know, hampered by a sore knee. But still, the Warriors held, you know, Joel Embiid uh, to 5 of 18 shooting, coaxed him into eight turnovers and, and you know, largely responsible for that in so many ways. Not just with his actual play, with how he physically matched up with Joel Embiid, but again, going back to the communication piece of things, just the organizer was was Draymond Green. So uh, he's at the epicenter in his return, right? In the last, what, there's been five games now uh, of pretty much all their most effective lineups. I mean, there's on Saturday when they played the Los Angeles Lakers, they were a plus 31. The Warriors uh, in like the 45 minutes he played and a minus 32 in the in the minutes he sat. Just to you know just to kind of provide some perspective. So. Uh, they, they really have nobody like him. I mean, even at this stage of his career with what he's able to do with his IQ, uh, his acumen on both both ends of the floor, it's been super impactful. And, uh, you know, if the Warriors are going to get this thing turned around, it's he's going to certainly have a lot to do with it, just like he has already uh, in the five games that he's been back in the rotation.
1: I heard an interview with Andrew Wiggins on Warriors radio postgame in which he called Draymond the mastermind. What does that mean?
0: uh it means that that there is an intangible quality that he has to, to where where he can think on the fly and and just make things happen and and you know defensively his his just his his understanding of strengths and weaknesses of opposing players of schemes of of positioning uh on on the on that side of the ball i mean it's such it makes such an impact right and, and you you know especially when you're onboarding into the starting lineup and in the big minutes, a younger player like Jonathan Kaminga, you know been very vocal about how having Draymond Green back and in his year and encouraging him and kind of putting him in the right positions, how that's helped him. And we see what the byproduct is, right? Seven straight 20-point games for Jonathan Kaminga. And then offensively, just the way he reads the game, the way he reads the floor, you just see things, especially him and Steph Curry, the synergy they have where – not a set. It's not a call. He just understands where, where to screen for, for Steph Curry when he's off the ball, uh, when to get him the ball, when, when and how and where he's going to cut, uh, and, and how that opens up the rest of the floor. You see how defenses, you know, gravitate towards, you know, Curry shooting. Well, that's going to open up one-on-one opportunities and create closeouts, uh, for Jonathan Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins to attack and Draymond Green finds them too. So, uh, again, it's, it's impossible to underscore enough just how impactful he's been. Um, on both ends of the floor uh for the warriors the, the question now at this point with a, a five game road trip on the horizon and still a lot of work to do uh in the western Com- conference standings just to just to get in the mix back for the play in is, is if it's going to be too little too late but the, the warriors you know so clearly missed his presence when he was out due to suspension and and he's you know he's been everything they've wanted him to be I think and then some uh the, la- the last several games the last few in particular now that, that now that Steve Kerr has started to settle on some lineups mm-hmm. uh, that he's comfortable deploying with Draymond at the center all
1: right we'll get back to the lineups but just Dray how does he seem to you different
0: uh you, you know he in 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 some ways yeah I mean we haven't we haven't seen quite the same degree of emotion on on the basketball court mm-hmm. um the, the last few games as we typically see but that's at this stage, right? Probably a good thing. I mean, you're not going to ever take away all the fire that Draymond Green has. He's still competing with a lot of enthusiasm. Obviously, the play, the statistics, uh, the advanced stuff, all of that kind of speaks for itself. But you're not seeing uh, some of the same uh, some of the same things that we saw earlier in the season. He's not, you know, not being quite as physical. Certainly not flailing around and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and hitting guys like that. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot more mild-mannered with the referees um, mm. as well. And, you know, understanding how just how valuable he is on the basketball court, right? The Warriors need Draymond Green playing basketball. They don't need him in street clothes. They need him playing basketball, and it seems so far, right? And, and we'll see again how the season continues. But at this juncture – uh, in his return, you're getting all the best of Draymond Green without without the worst of him, and that's exactly what the Warriors need at this point in the season.
1: Sam Gordon is the Golden State Warriors beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle, joining us following the win for them at Chase Center over the Sixers. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's talk about lineups. There's been a lot of shuffling for a variety of reasons by Steve Kerr. How much does that have to do with the inconsistency with which they've played this year?
0: Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's certainly part of it, right, when you, when again, just, you know, as we discuss how important Draymond Green is, well, to not have him for a huge chunk of the season, be it, you know, self-inflicted reasons or not, it's still going to have an effect on your basketball team. I, I think a number of the Warriors' best lineups this year have featured, believe it or not, Chris Paul, right? Even at this stage of his career, still a really effective organizer, somebody who can set tempo, so... Uh, there's a brief stretch where the Warriors had neither Chris Paul or Draymond Green. Well, where is the playmaking? Where is the shot creation going to come from if not Steph Curry? So, so being without, you know, having guys in and out of the lineup, not being able, uh, to, 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 to have your kind of your core group healthy, uh, and or available for, for long stretches. I mean, it's definitely played, it's certainly definitely played a, a role in some of the issues that, that the Warriors, um, have been dealing with that. Now that being said, with Draymond Green back, even without Chris Paul, even with Moses Moody still working through some things as he you know was cleared today for a return to practice, uh, even without Gary Payton, you know, the second in his on-ball defense, the things he's able to do as a cutter, uh, the synergy, the chemistry that he has with, with, with the veteran group there, having Draymond Green back and, and having him along with the Steph Curry, along with Andrew Wiggins, along with Jonathan Kaminga, uh, who's obviously come into his own. Now you're at the juncture where you can maybe establish a little bit of continuity, right? Half, more than halfway through the season. Again, not necessarily sure that, that it's that there's enough time, but continuity in this league, so important. And then the, the Warriors just so obviously didn't have that during the first juncture of the season. So we'll see what happens as they get healthier, right? Their second unit now could, could use a little bit more fortifying now that uh, Jonathan Kaminga has joined the starting lineup, but that doesn't seem to be changing anytime soon. So certainly Moses Moody, when he comes back, his shot-making, his size, uh, even though he was out of the rotation, would certainly expect him to be a part of it uh, again and, until Chris Paul gets back, and then having Chris Paul, you know, potentially rejoin the team uh, once he gets cleared in a couple weeks. That he had a, there's an update with him too. Uh, now cleared to do some individual work, some very light individual stuff with a splint on that left hand that he broke. So uh, it's been a you know a hodgepodge of players, right? And That's what <laughs> happens when you've got guys going in and out of the lineup. But finally, now some continuity being established, and it would seem that. Um, Steve Kerr definitely likes what he sees, judging on what he's you know said at press conferences about the lineups that he's finally settled on. You know, featuring the his three, uh, the, the three that have anchored this franchise the last decade, along with Kaminga and Wiggins.
1: I know their last two losses were by a single point each, including that yeah. game against the Lakers on Saturday night that went into double overtime. But they've had some really jaw-dropping defeats this season, some of which you would say that's the worst loss in franchise history. That's got to be one of the worst losses we've ever seen. It's the worst loss of the Steve Kerr era. It's this, it's that. And yet it's happened more than once, especially in cases where they've had leads and have completely blown them any explanation for those games?
0: Uh, it's, you know, that's, that's what the Warriors have been trying to, conf- you know, configure a solution for all, all season. Right. I think so. You could, you could probably point to some of the, the continuity issues and not having quite the same degree of experience. Uh, I think also there's just, I mean, let's, let's just kind of face it at this stage of, of the, you know, of, of the dynasty or the, the, the fading dynasty, whatever you want to call it, you're dealing with an, with an aging team. Right. And, and, you know, late in games, down the stretch, veteran players that have a, have a, a lot of, you know, wear and tear. Uh, you know, could that be a factor? Potentially, right? But uh, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the Warriors feel like they're right there. You, you talk about the, their record in clutch games. I think it's like 15 and 16 or 15 and 17 at this point. Like three-fourths of their games have been decided by five points or fewer. So for wow. a team that's closed so many games and has, has been you know, so good down the stretch, the last several years, this is definitely uncharted territory uh, for the Warriors in a lot of ways. But getting separation, you know, tonight down the stretch, uh, I think has, you know, has players and, and coaches feeling good about where this team uh, is going against a, a team in the Philadelphia 76ers that did have Joel Embiid, you know, for a majority of the, of the game tonight. And, uh, and of course, getting healthier, you know, getting a Chris Paul back in the lineup if, if and when he does return. Uh, having Draymond Green, having Steph Curry, having your experience now, having some continuity should help down the stretch. But it's definitely been, been a strange deal around these parts. Uh, seeing the Warriors so good in late-game situations for so many years kind of founder uh, down the stretch. Uh, we'll see if that's something that they can get turned around. I know the optimism... Uh, hasn't waned it's it, it's still there and, and you win some of these you know 50 50 games that they've been losing you come out on the other end of them then, then maybe they make a push uh down the stretch for the for for, for certainly the play-in and potentially the postseason
1: sam gordon from the san francisco chronicle with us here after hours on cbs sports radio uh outside of actual basketball and the challenges of a long season and injuries and in the lineups and everything else we've talked about they had to deal with the devastating loss of their assistant coach and his death happened right in front of them. How are they dealing with that a couple of weeks removed?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things um, where, where, you're gonna, where they're going to be dealing with it in, in kind of their own way um, for, throughout through the rest of the season. You know, grief is, grief is nonlinear, and that, it's just there's not, I guess there's not a right or wrong way to deal with it. Everybody kind of figures out and deals with it in real time, and that's what the Warriors have, have kind of had to process, I, obviously. And, and last week... Um, in so many ways was, was just, you know, devastating emotionally, right? Obviously losing Decky and then having to kind of get back to basketball uh, with him not there, right? Just kind of the basic things, him at practice, him interacting with players, his, you know, his laugh, his smile, his energy. They, they players have and coaches alike have raved about his, his way of being able to be direct and being critical while also being lighthearted and humorous um in the process so there's no doubt even though the 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 season is back on and that pause that his death kind of necessitated is over that the warriors players and and coaches and the organization as a whole is, is is moving forward um with a heavy heart but but you know that that's that goes to show what kind of impact he made and that's ultimately a you know obviously cut short but a very very positive thing and you know that the warriors um you know, have bonded together and, and are rallying together around this. And you've really seen that the, the, the kind of the family nature of the organization in the last few weeks and, and would expect that uh, to continue moving forward for, again, what's what's, what's going to be a very nonlinear um, grieving period. You know, the, there's a, a road trip coming up or a, a swing of, of games where the Warriors are going to be on the road quite a bit. A couple of those games uh, are going to be in Utah before the All-Star breaks. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, a return back to Utah where he passed Uh, what kind of effect that has on the players and whatnot but they they've done I think as good of a job as you possibly can with an unprecedented situation you know compartmentalizing that but still honoring him while moving forward and continuing with the season Mm -mm.
1: it was certainly cool to see some of the 49ers who of course will be in Vegas for the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks but they were there and I know the players noticed what kind of reaction did they get from the crowd at Chase Center
0: Oh, there was a huge pop, um, Amy, when they when they announced, the, the, you know, some of the Niners players, right? George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon <laughs> Ayuk, Trent Williams, so on and so forth. Uh, for as much as this is a Warrior town, and I, I've learned in short order in my time, my short time being on the beat, this is a Niner town uh, just as much, and and so this this city is, you know, they've had their fill and their fix of NBA championships, but they're fixing for another uh, another <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, there would be their first one since 1995. So, you know, the players were really excited to have, have the Niners there courtside as well. Steph Curry, Draymond Green both spent, you know, some time chopping it up with, with Debo Samuel and, and, and Brandon Ayuk and whatnot after the game, signing some autographs. And, and you, you saw fans kind of huddle around in the stands, you know, kind of th- th- those meetings and those gatherings. So, you know, a lot, to, a lot to look forward to, um, uh, here in the Bay, right? Uh, obviously the, the, you know, February 11th, in Las Vegas, and then again, this crucial you know five-game homestand with the with the tra- or the road trip with the trade deadline also you know coinciding with the very end of that, in which there could be you know potentially be a shakeup uh, with the roster. So we'll see. But but one thing is for sure that the enthusiasm for the Niners uh, runs deep here in the Bay, and and that's going to be a fascinating matchup and a rematch of the Super Bowl. Uh, from a few years ago against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Absolutely. Cannot wait for that. So a lot of buzz around the Bay Area. The Warriors know it well, but can they grab some of that for themselves? We will see in the uh, second half of the season. You want to find Sam on Twitter at By Sam Gordon, B-Y-Sam Gordon, covering the Warriors for the San Francisco Chronicle. Glad to have you with us for the first time. Hope it's not the last. Thanks, Sam.
0: <laughs> me too, Amy. My pleasure. Appreciate you having me, and, and hopefully we talk soon. Take care.